0: And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. The text in Acts chapter 8
1: began exposing the persecution, the cruelty unleashed on the newborn church by a young, upcoming, aspiring Pharisee Named Saul of Tarsus. You remember that? Yeah. Consequently, because of the persecution, there was a mass exodus from Jerusalem. You remember? Yeah. Talking about a mass exodus, Folk, Christian folk began to run for their lives. Unjustifiably so. Look, I, I, I got to live another day to fight. Amen? A mass exodus from Jerusalem. Christians fled Jerusalem by droves. Now, Philip, who was one of the original seven men chosen to look over the proper, and listen, since proper and honest daily distribution from the pantry. Listen, Stephen, Philip, and the five others were chosen. You remembered in Acts chapter 6, they were chosen, and I'm using the word pantry because that's what it was. Amen? He was one of the Christians who fled. But he fled to Samaria. When he left Jerusalem because of the persecution, he went down to Samaria. Now, Philip looked simple and ordinary. But the man was full of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Don't you get distracted by how we look? We know what we have inside. Mm -hmm, We got some power in me. We used to say it like that. We used to say, I've got power in me. And I know that. You see, it's one thing to know about the power, it's another thing to know of the power. Philip knew of the power that's in him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? And the reason why I'm saying that, since you hear me, I, I may be jumping ahead. We were told that Philip preached Christ to the Samaritans, and when he preached Christ, there was a revival. Revival broke out. We were just told he was preached, he preached Christ in Acts chapter 8, verse 5. But then later down, the Holy Ghost elaborated what preaching Christ entails. Don't you think we should be doing that nowadays? Because how many of you would agree it is time for a revival? Yeah, it is time for revival. It is time that the sons of and daughters of God manifest. In the youth the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8 that creation is waiting for Christians to manifest are you with me waiting for the sons and daughters of God to manifest creation is shouting please become a little Jesus oh my God, my God. Mm. Yeah. creation needs help in pain because we will not manifest as sons and daughters of God and since as long as I get an opportunity to teach I'm going to tell you brothers and sisters what really matters in the end what really matters in the end is the kingdom of God coming to invade earth and then we'll get to be with Jesus Christ our Lord forever and ever amen all the pursuits now getting degrees and uh, degrees as much degrees as a as a thermometer getting Uh, uh, what else what else getting rich and getting all these pursuits they will mean nothing are you getting what I'm saying I want you to know that in the scheme of the big picture I need you to know what's going to happen your spouse your boo you love so much you will there is no marriage in heaven he'll be or she'll be like your sister I'm telling you what matters. We need to have a heavenly mindset today. We forget all of that because of the hustle and the bustling. Are you with me? And the work of God suffers because we don't have the right perspective of what's happening. And the devil loves it. He loves it. I need you to hear me. I, you know, I, I I was at the house, and I believe. God has raised me in these last days Listen, listen. in these last days To empower those who are called to the ministry of reconciliation Come on now, come on now I have a burden Mm. and a passion Mm. For Christians to be biblically literate To be able to communicate Communicate the gospel of God with authority And confidence Yes,
0: yes, yes
1: It burns within my heart. Don't miss the big picture. After all our pursuits on earth. What matters is what you did for God. What matters is finding out your gifting. Amen. Find out your gifting and use it. So you can be rewarded in the end. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry but it's been on my heart so heavy. Amen. So heavy, and that's why today I want to take some time to preach what Christ means, because that's what's going to bring a revival. Mm -hmm. Is that all right? Glory be to Jesus. This week I was speaking to some brothers and sisters, and they seem to be on life support. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Because of what's happening out there, the many of you, how many of you can feel the pressure from out there? Just the pressure not to pray, not to read, just not to do anything that's going to propel me forward in my Christian life. Everything for God seems to be a harassment. Oh my God. I, uh, okay. You don't feel it, but it's there. Okay, maybe you're moving back and forth too quickly. But it seems like everything you have to do for God, you got to expend a lot of energy. And let me tell you, you and I need to get our, our pride out of the way. Are you getting me? Get that pride out of the way and position yourself to serve God. Whatever. And so we're told that philip mm -hmm, was chosen among six guys to look over the pantry one of the original seven men chosen by the apostles we said he was a man who looked simple but he had power Mm -hmm. the men who were chosen to work and serve in the pantry these are their qualifications i want you to see the qualifications because when the Bible gives qualifications, you and I, amen, should be alerted. We, it's a heads up for us. <laughs> ordinary men, ordinary people like, like us. Is that alright? The Bible tells us here in Acts chapter 6 verse 3. Let's look at Philip's the qualifications. Wherefore, brethren, so they came to Peter, James, and John, and the apostles, and they said, look, we need you all to look over the pantry. They said, uh-uh, we... Need to delegate. That's what church folks cannot do. We need to delegate the responsibility. Mm -hmm. You've got your part. I've got my part. I burn the midnight oil to do my part well unto God. You need to burn the midnight oil to do your part well unto God. Are you with me saints? Or not. (laughs) It's up to you. You got a choice. Do we have the qualifications? Look amongst you. Find seven men. Here is the qualification. Men of honest report. The next qualification is. They must have a degree in philosophy. <laughs> or church leadership. <laughs> Isn't that so? <laughs> okay then. Look at the next qualification. There must be. Full of the Holy Ghost, and they must be full of wisdom. Father, I give you praise. These men, they must be of honest report. These men should be blameless. That's what honest report means blameless. These men, they should have good character. Can somebody say good character? Somebody say good reputation. These men don't behave in, they don't behave. Promiscuously. You don't find their names mentioned in promiscuous behavior. Amen. Let me say that again. God, I give you praise. Are you getting what I'm saying? hmm These men, you won't find their names mentioned in the Tallahassee Democrat with Sue, Jane, Cassandra, and Phyllis.
0: Amen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Men of honest report. Men who know and women who know how to depend on God. Men who understand that they must trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And lean not on their own understanding. But in all their ways. You know what I'm talking about. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6. They must acknowledge him. So that their paths could be directed. How many of you would agree we need our paths directed in these last days? Yeah. Yes we do. Yes we do. Yes we do. Amen. We need some direction. And so not only are they to be honest. But they are to be also full of the Holy Ghost. These men had fire shot up in their bones. Lord I give you praise. <laughs> full of the Holy Ghost. Not just have the Holy Ghost. Full to overflowing. These are people. These are people who cannot stay quiet. In the presence of evil. They've got to say something. They've got to exalt the name of the Lord. They've got good news. And they cannot be quiet. You, you, You know sometimes I wonder whether or not we have good news. Or any news at all. (laughs) You <laughs> know what I'm saying, saints? So full of the Holy Ghost. Can somebody say, full of the Holy Ghost? And like Jesus, they are, they're anointed with power. I said, like Jesus, they are anointed with power. And they know that. Oh God, I give you praise. These men and women, they bring change wherever they go. Listen to me, says you don't have, you don't need a certificate to be a leader. No, no, you don't need to be called a supervisor to be a leader. No. For that matter, how many of you can testify most supervisors are two de- two-legged devils? How many of you are terrible? <laughs> Insecure. They got issues and now it doesn't matter. Now the people they're supervising are paying for it. Right. And they're they placed as supervisor because they've been there for a long time. Not because they have any characteristics mm. and skill to be supervisors. Mm. Oh my God. They have no heart for people. Mm. And yet still they are placed over people. Yeah. There's coming a time when God is going to correct that. Oh. Yeah, that's coming. The millennial reign. God is going to put Christians who understand and love people over people. Oh, saying Jesus is coming to take over and reign. And those of you who still have problems with people, I feel sorry for you. I'll come check you out somewhere in the field, but I'll be in the Jerusalem house because you are not going to prevent me from loving you. No, 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 no. I'm going to guard my heart. It doesn't matter how much evil you do. Now I know you. I, I know you. And I have a responsibility from God towards you. But as for me, I'm God in my heart. Right, right.
0: Receive it. I receive,
1: it. I receive it. My God. Oh God, I give you praise. So full of the Holy Ghost and full of wisdom. To be full of wisdom is not only knowing what to do, but how. It's called a spiritual know-how. No, 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 you, you, you may know about something. You may know about a problem. But if you know how to correct that problem, you got it going on. That is why the Bible didn't use full of knowledge. No, 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 no. Full of wisdom. These men had the wisdom of God. These women had the wisdom of God. And they know how to bring change in people's lives. hmm Oh, thank you, Jesus. God, we give you praise. So, as I said, Acts chapter 8, verse 5 tells us, listen, Philip went down to the city of Samaria, Acts chapter 8, verse 5, and preached unto them what? Christ. Christ, Christ unto them. <laughs> uh, but I forgot to tell you, the sermon topic is entitled, Preaching Jesus Will Lead to a Revival, or Will Cause a Revival. Preaching Jesus Will Cause What? A revival. That's what happened in Samaria. Right. One man went to an entire city, turned it right side up. Mm-hmm. Turned it what? Right side up. And all he did was begin to preach the word of God. And he began to do like Jesus. The Bible said Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power. And he went about, Acts 10, 38. And he went about what? Healing people and doing good. That is what people who are full of the Holy Ghost do. People who are anointed, they go about doing good. They don't go about spreading mess. You know what I'm saying? Christians who are full of the Holy Ghost. Mm Mm-hmm. And power like Jesus was in Acts 10. Can you go to Acts 10 38 quickly, please? Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Let's look at it because I want you to see the very same thing Jesus did. Philip did it. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what the Holy Ghost and with power. And what did he do? Who went about doing good. Let us see exactly what doing good meant and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Why? for God was with him when you got when you when you have when you have your anointing and you've got power mm. you've been deputized to do good My God. And one of the goods you, one of the good is to bring is to bring calm and rest to people right. not drama are you getting what i'm saying you are doing good mm. and you need to lighten people's burden mm. break yokes Say that. are you with me saints? set people free right hmm you walk around and somebody's going through an issue for years and because you have the Holy Ghost you full You are full of the Holy Ghost He is the administrator of all the gifts and God gave your gift of knowledge for that individual and you say sister The Lord says so and, so and so and all of a sudden they break out crying you just brought rest And the next question inevitably is going to be what church do you go to? Well, I go to imitators of God ministries uh huh. Are you getting what I'm saying, Saints? How many of you would agree? We need these in these last days. Yes. We need to walk in the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit, and we need to focus on that. Oh God, I give you praise. So Philip, let's go back to Acts chapter eight, verse five. He went down to Samaria and preached Christ unto them, and so. Let us see exactly what preaching Christ. I love the Holy Spirit. You have to learn to follow him. He says what Philip did. And later down he elaborated on what preaching Christ meant. Can you go to Acts chapter 8 uh, verse 12. Same chapter 8 but this time verse 12 and 13. Let let us see what preaching Christ entails. Is that right? Verse 12 says, But when they believed Philip... Don't forget, that word but here, a but is a term of contrast. And it means we are about to change direction. Something else has been introduced. Prior to Philip's preaching, the city of Samaria was under a spell by a male witch. A wizard called, what was, what, what was his name? You remember this name? Simon the sorcerer. And they looked at Simon and they said, Simon must be a man of God. And Simon walked, around with, walked in the city with pomp yeah a male witch walking around like he's in control and the people said this is the man of God when people do not know real power they settle for anything yeah when people do not know real power the supernatural because people are always intrigued by the supernatural we are all supernatural beings you are spirit housing a body that's it mm-hmm so, they said, this is the man of God, not knowing that he was a male witch. Planted in Samaria to undo a work Jesus began a long, long time ago. But the Bible says, when Philip, <laughs> listen brothers and sisters. But when they believed Philip, Philip came preaching. And Philip didn't have to worry about Simon and what he did. And his spell, he casted over the city. No, you haven't got to worry with that. If you walk in power and authority, you, they Said there are two kingdoms. Listen to me, that coexist on this earth. They run parallel to each other. The kingdom of God and darkness. I don't, I, look, I don't grace the devil with a kingdom, he's a mess. You'll never hear me say the kingdom of darkness, if I do, correct me. There is darkness which is mess and there is the kingdom of God. When light comes, darkness immediately disappears. You haven't got to fight. When you enter a room, do you say, darkness, I command you to leave. No, you just flip the switch. <laughs> it's got to go. <laughs> Anybody has the power to flip the switch? I-, I got a message called flip the switch. Yeah, flip the switch. I- In the right time, I'll deliver it.
0: That
1: sounds like a sermon for a big, big crusade out there, man.
0: That's too big for church. Ha <laughs> ha.
1: I'm sorry. I'm having fun. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but the Bible says, but when they believed Philip preaching, the things, con- what was he preaching? And what? They were? Both whom? Both whom? That's what preaching Jesus is. The Lord said to me, God is something else. He said, son, look, I just elaborated what preaching Jesus is. Preaching Jesus is preaching, is preaching the good news concerning the kingdom of God. And good news about the power in the name of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Don't you think we need to be taught that today? And let me tell you why I believe God God has raised me in these last days. To empower those who are called to the ministry of reconciliation. How many of you know those who were called to the ministry of reconciliation? How many of you know who they are? are That's every Christian.
0: Every Christian was called to the ministry of reconciliation.
1: Isn't that smart for God to tell me that? You know, he, he, he could just said everyone. He said no, Called. Because some folk don't think they are called. They think when you stand up on the pulpit, you are called. You have... Can I give you a secret? Those of us who are on the pulpit, don't even want to be
0: there.
1: You have no, you you may think, you, you may think because what I do or what we do seem to be easy. You have no idea the amount of work.
0: Dependence on God
1: and study and carry it in your spirit to do it right, though. To do it right, Right. to change lives because you know you got to stand before God and give an account. My problem is not the brothers and sisters, I'm focused on standing before God because I long to hear, Well done, how good and faithful servant. Yes, yes. That's what drives me. That's right. that's what you. Go ahead, apostle. You're going to have to stand before me. Go ahead. Paul said, the grace of God was not given to me in vain. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, but I labored. You know, laboring is a curse word in church. You, you know that. Laboring is a, la- la- what? Do what?
0: Right, right. Right.
1: Week. <laughs> <My God. laughs> <And> he, <laughs> <laughs> he said for the grace of god was not given you you do not want god's grace to be given to you in vain if you are not full of the holy spirit My god. Mm-hmm, and going about doing good like jesus and, and and philip and the others you the grace of god is given to you in vain because you're looking out for yourself. All you have is fire insurance. You're just saved from hell, that's it. You're saved from hell fire. How many of you, how many of you agree some Christian just settle for fire insurance? You, I'm gonna, you, you, you all are very smart, you didn't put up your hands. Wow, I know I'm talking to the right crowd. But the truth, you look at some of us, we just said, well that's it, I'm just going to heaven and that's it, praise the Lord. And they were, and they were close. The edge of not doing right. Oh, they don't go all the way in into Christianity. Right on the edge. I just want to make it by the skin of my teeth because I love the world and what it has. I don't want to sacrifice anything. Sacrifice? That's another curse word. Sacrifice? Yeah. <laughs> Sacri what? <laughs> and the reason is we have made up our minds I don't think we have decided because when you make a decision when you, when you to make an incision is to cut in a decision is to cut out am I right nurse an incision is to cut in a decision is to because you have to cut out certain things Oh, we want to give everything and still go to heaven and cut out nothing. Yeah. And now Christianity feels like a weight. That's good. That's good. I got to come to church. I got, I got to pray. I got to read the Bible. I got to. It doesn't take all that. No, no, that's you and Jesus. That's you all. I have decided. Joshua, ask for me and my house. We have decided. Sacrifice is a good word. Labor is a wonderful word. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So when Philip preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women. I don't have a lot of time, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. I think, before I do that, let me tell you why I'm so passionate about this. Always been passionate about it. But what heightened my sense of passion was, I had a friend, I have a friend. He was a Christian, So he was a Muslim. He was a Muslim. And he said, the Muslims know, Christians do not study the Bible. So they studied the Quran hard to confuse Christians. And he said to me, pastor, I have, he said, I have, He said, I have been the cause of so many Christians leaving Christianity. He said, because they are confused. His name was, listen, his name was Abdullah Hamzaah. That wasn't, listen, that wasn't his birth name. But as soon as you become a Muslim, they change your name. Jesus, the Holy Ghost, thought about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus. The power, they know the importance of the name. Are you with me, saints? But I'm just showing you. He said they changed your name, they changed his name to Abdullah hamaza and it means servant of Allah, lion of the desert. Because they know they, this is what they know, they know your name, your name encapsulates who you are. Come on, there, come on right? there. They know that they know your name encapsulates who you are. Mm-hmm. That is why Nebuchadnezzar tried to change the name of Daniel, uh-huh, Azariah, Hananiah, and Mishael, and tried to change it to Beltizasha, Shadrach, Meshach, and Bethnego, because they know that all who you are, the essence of who you are, is in your name. And when they call your name, they are affirming who you are. So they changed his name to servant of Allah. Lion of the desert. And he looked like a lion too. (laughs) The way he witnessed, he has a passion. I'm saying that because he has a passion for loss. He has a passion for evangelism. I mean, he's like a lion evangelizing. And I always thought, why? I always said to myself, why is he so passionate about evangelizing? And it's because he said to me, he's... Distracted so many Christians From living the right life now. He's trying to make up for the short for the shortfall. Why because he said Christians do not know the Bible. He said Christians don't read so we mess them up Think about that Isn't that something the Muslims know that? And so that is why I think God has raised the passion in me to help go through Amen and explain what the kingdom of God is and the power in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because brothers and sisters, I want you to keep in mind that as I said before, there are two kingdoms on the earth. There is the kingdom of God. The Bible says it resides in us. Mm-hmm. It resides in us. Nico in John 3.3 3 came to Jesus and said, by night, he didn't want, you know who's Nico, right? Let's, let's look at it quickly. Let's look at it quickly. John 3.3. 3. I don't have it in my... It, I don't have it, but it came to me. He said, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you. Can, can you go to verse 2? Is it that's where he asked him the question? Oh, no, no. That's it. That's it. No, no. Verse, go back to verse 3. Sorry about that. John 3, 3. Go back to verse 3. Thank you so much. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a human being. The word man here means human being. Amen be born again the word born again is a phrase that means born from above that's what it means born again means born from above born from above into the kingdom of god are you with me are you getting what i'm saying that's what born again means mm-hmm. so he said born he cannot see see means perceive understand the word kingdom Kingdom of God you got to be in the kingdom of God to understand it you got to be able to walk and understand saints there are different principles in the kingdom than in this natural realm let me say that again there are laws in the natural realm and laws in the kingdom that's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 I don't have it here but come to me seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his but what do we seek first the kingdom of God. Amen. He said, Seek it first. As soon as you get saved, you start seeking the kingdom. Luke 17:20 says the kingdom is in us. Mm-hmm. And the kingdom is the sphere in which God rules. It's a sphere, it's a, a domain, kingdom, king's domain. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> mhm. Are you with me, saints? Yeah. Hey, I'm teaching about it. This is what Philip taught. They understood what Philip was teaching. Now, Philip didn't just go there for one day and preach. You see, sometimes the, <laughs> I was reading. There is a book that's thick. Anyhow, It's called, I think every preacher should read that book systematic theology thick and if as you go through that book you will see from one page to another sometimes is a thousand years we just read Mm -hmm. we just read one page we think it's the next and the fourth no sometimes is 500 years 100 years from page to page the events are you with me? So I'm saying, when Philip went there, the folks got saved. And Philip started preaching about the kingdom of God. He began, because they need to understand the kingdom of God. Let me share that with you, brothers and sisters. And I'm going to bring it to an end. Because there is so much to share with you. We need to understand this about the kingdom of God. There are rules and regulations in the kingdom of God. Just like there are rules and regulations in this natural realm. In this natural realm, there is a speed limit, 45 Posted. Why do you think it's posted 45? For our safety. Not to give you a ticket. Well. No, let me show you. For our safety. No, because of our rebellion, the government is making a killing. Our rebellion, we exceed the speed limit. And so then the law comes in. you, have, you have, yeah. i'm trying to explain something to you and in this natural realm there is there are laws the laws of gravity That's right. thrust and pull aerodynamics i with me so sort of in the spirit realm in the kingdom there are laws one of the laws is taken from is taken from proverbs 18 20 and 21 it says a man's belly shall be filled you, you, uh, shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with the increase of his lips he shall be filled in other words you like talking you will have what you say and the more you speak you will have what you say then it it concludes in uh, verse 21 death and life lies in the power of the tongue and it tells you they that love it and so you know we tell Christians don't say that so I, I can't express myself then They forget about the laws of the kingdom. That's the law. You shall have what you say. That's the law. The more you say it, your belly will be full. your life will be full of it. And so when you start to tell people, you got to be careful what you say, how you speak, what comes out of your mouth. When you feel the negativity coming up in you, you got to stem that flow. Mm, you got to stem it. You gotta you gotta you gotta resist saying that stuff. And so folks tell you, and folks get mad with you. Oh, you are too heavily minded. Yeah. You know, I gotta say how I feel. I gotta express myself. So I told somebody, go ahead, you die, I'll bury you and move on. Yeah, you you you, you don't understand? And that is the problem. That is why these Muslims can come, mm-hmm. because we fail to agree with God. Are you with me, saints? Read. I think is James. Not we, we don't go there, but but you can read James three, four, or five. It talks about how the tongue is like a rudder. It is like a tongue is like the the rudder of a ship. And it can turn the ship it doesn't matter how huge the ship is like the Titanic one little turn by the captain turns the entire ship that's what your tongue can do to your life mm-hmm so when you keep saying what you feel and what they say when you keep running when you feel a pain in your back let me run to 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 to, to let me go to Google and see pain in back what's the cause of pain in back <laughs> the rule in the kingdom is you say what God says about it. Whose report do you believe? hmm No, you go to the doctor and find out what they say, okay. Thank you for giving me the diagnosis. You don't have to, you don't have the right to give, you don't have the right to give me a prognosis. How many of you thank God for doctors? And when I talk like that, brothers and sisters, don't you ever think? I go to a doctor all the time. Well, my wife, <laughs> she ensures. But I go, are you with me? Mm-hmm. I thank God for medical practitioners. I'm just saying, when you get the report, you take it to God. You need to know what's going on. You're not a doctor, so you go to the doctor, because doctors will tell you, I cannot heal you. Ask any doctor, right? I cannot heal you. I can set you on a path to be healed. But you have to, are you with me? So too in the kingdom, you can be set on a path to get well. But you got to follow that path. Saints, I need you to understand what I'm saying. The kingdom of God has to be sought first. The kingdom of God is in us. The kingdom, right now, it is in a spiritual form. It is in a sphere and a domain now, in us. So wherever you go, you carry God and that's the domain. The kingdom of God has not been actualized. It has not been realized. It's not, in a, it's not physically on earth as yet, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming. God is going to take over and then he's going to bring the kingdom. But for now it's in every Christian individually. So when you step at work, that's where the kingdom is. So that's where God's rule is. Now you will get God's results if you believe it. It's not just going to happen abracadabra. No, you got to know you're in the kingdom. Know you've been authorized and deputized. Let, let, me, let me just share this, with, share this with you. I was at the house. I left the, uh, at, you know, I went to the, uh, the covered porch at the back of the house. Uh, screen porch, I mean screen. And I, was, I opened my Bible, just meditating on the Lord. And all of a sudden, dogs begin to bark. I, it's like, I'm saying, what's going on? Just disturbing me. Just distu-. And the Holy Ghost said to me, the devil is trying to distract you. There is a war going on, and we Christians are oblivious of what's happening. And the Holy Ghost said to me, "The devil is trying to distract you." I stretch my hands in the direction. And I say, "Devil!" In the name of Jesus Christ, I command these dogs to shut up. What? harassing them? Leave. In sixty seconds, it was quiet. Sixty seconds quiet. Are you, are you getting what I'm? It, there is a war between both kingdoms. And you have to know what's happening. You cannot take this life on your own. You cannot risk living this life in your own strength, in your own way. What is me again, doing my own thing, trying to make my way. You will... <laughs> no. No. All right then. Okay. Go, go ahead. Listen, I try it I, I try it. I almost die. Be out there on my own trying to make things happen. No, no, no. You look at the laws of the kingdom. You submit to it it'll work for you. hmm The Bible says one day the kingdom the kingdoms of this world are going to be the kingdoms of our God. You have that picture from, you have that picture from Wednesday from not, not this one I sent a while ago from Wednesday where you have the horses and Jesus Jesus and the horses coming down coming down. Yes. this is what's going to happen one day, one day. This is Armageddon. I'm, I'm a garden, right? I'm a garden. All the forces of the world are going to come down to Jerusalem to fight. And where, while they're fighting, Jesus is going to burst open the skies. That is the kingdom of God invading earth. That's going to happen, but it hasn't happened as yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is Jesus. And that's me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Are you gonna
1: i So uh, this is going to happen. This kingdom is really going to take place. They're going to be in Jerusalem. We'll have the the Jerusalem house. Just like you have the White House in Washington. Washington, We'll have the Jerusalem house. And we'll be living and going, praise the Lord. Notice I'm saying we, we'll be living there. And we'll be going, praise the Lord, to a (laughs) stand. You want to be one on the White Horses. Those who want the White Horses are angels. The raptured Christians. And the Old Testament saints following Jesus, we are coming to take over earth and reign in righteousness and justice. Mm-hmm. You to the, the Bible said justice is going to flow like a river because this is the beginning of the millennial reign. For 1,000 years, people are going to experience rest. No harassment, no two-legged devil. Much peace. That's the kingdom. It hasn't come as yet. That's where our mind should be. Amen. And then work as hard as we can for the Lord. Mm-hmm. But for now, can somebody say for now? for now? The kingdom of God is in us. Mm-hmm. Because that's where God lives. Praise the Lord. So wherever you go, you carry the, the kingdom. So you go to work, the kingdom is there. You go to home, you go home, the kingdom is there. You go to Starbucks, you bring the kingdom with you. You go to the doctor, the kingdom is there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When you go to the dentist, the kingdom is there. You go to Walmart, the kingdom is there. You have uh, uh, if you buy into that truth, you'll walk like a champion. I mean, not walk like that, but you feel like that inside. Are you uh, you getting what I'm saying? You feel like you're about to burst. Wow. That's what the Muslims do. Christians don't don't know that. Don't know that. They know that because we don't study our Bibles, and so they try to de- derail us. And but I got news for them. God is raising us up. He's raising us up to teach the Bible the way it should be taught. The kingdom, Philip began preaching about the kingdom of God and the power there is. I, and people have said, Oh my God, oh my I I, I was under a spell. I, I didn't know. Let me step into the kingdom. And guess who get and guess who guess who accept Christ also? Simon became a Christian, the sorcerer. He got saved. I would tell no. <laughs> That's, that's it's not the goodness of men. It's the goodness of God. Are you? Are you, are you because God no, The money is just a sorcerer, nobody. They, they don't have power. Man, we have power. We've been anointed with power. It's, but it won't work for you until you believe it. Are you hearing me since? It will not work for you until you believe it. Psalms 27 verse 13. It says, David said, I had fainted. He said, I would have fallen apart like a $2 suitcase. Except I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land. You have to believe God. Not get frustrated. Mm -hmm. Not get discouraged. Are you with me? You got to believe. And sometimes, how many of you can feel yourself slipping into discouragement? You just feel yourself going down because you've been at it for five years, six years, seven years. Are you with me? And then I thought, how long? How long? But we do not, but, but the thing is, we don't understand. The power has been given to us. In the kingdom, this is, this is, this is the, uh, I'm trying to use a phrase. This is, this is the highlight in the kingdom. It is finished. But we do not know that. In other words, the power to change anything on earth, it's in us. It is finished. So now when you hear people, when you hear people saying, come by here Lord, stop by here Lord. When you hear people singing, I said, like I said last week, I'm, I'm coming up on the rough side of the, that's not Bible. Mm, That's not kingdom talk. Kingdom talk is I know, I understand where I am. In, this, in the natural realm I see I have some issues But I know who I am in Christ It's just a matter of time That my mind be renewed To the truth of the kingdom And the principles So the power can flow So what? Uh, the power can flow mm-hmm. The Bible tells you how power flows Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 Tells us how power flows Think on things that are Let me end with that verse Can I go to Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 Let me show you how power flows let me show your power flows brothers and sisters it says finally my brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are if there be any what is virtue what left jesus to heal the woman with the issue of blood Jesus said, virtue has left me, power has left me. Somebody know how to tap into power. That's how you tap into power. Think of things that are just and not mess.
0: Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord... I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.